Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Ties at Sunset. I'm Ty. Aloha, I'm Mai. Happy Aloha Friday. Happy weekend. I set the intention that we are going to share a lot of laughs, have a lot of fun, and share a lot of healing. Hope everybody's feeling good. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend is coming up, right? Is, is this being released on uh, Friday? It will be. Yes. Okay, so Memorial Day weekend is coming up. Um, not only will we remember, you know, all the military members who sacrificed so much for our country, but also a lot of people get the day off on Monday mm-hmm. of the following week. So I guess we will see um, how that pans out because a lot of people do beach day. Uh, they also will go to the pool. Mm-hmm. I know Hawaii is probably like really busy during Memorial Day weekend because a lot of people take off. Yeah. I think um, Pearl Harbor is like a big draw for Memorial Day weekend. Um, so yeah. so is the, the anniversary of it. I mean, if you try to go, it's crazy to to even get out there. So try to. Try and they to also f- do the, the lantern that. floating. The lantern. Uh, Waikiki, right? I don't know if that's Memorial Day weekend. I that might be a different date. I think it is Memorial Day. Uh, I'd have to. Check. I did it one time, and it was like we would ride on the little boat and we let it go. Mm-hmm. If you ever get to see the lantern ceremony, um, they do it at Alamona Beach Park. It's all of these people come, and it is the most gorgeous thing to see these lanterns go out onto the water. Yeah, you write your personal message to whomever. And then they release it. So pretty. There is a ceremony on Memorial Day. It will be May 30th from 630 to 7. Mm-hmm. Alamoana Beach Park, like you said. Yeah, they always do it at sunset. So, And it's always part of a big um, ceremony. Shinyo and Lantern Festival. Well, I think that's kind of a fun thing. I know that Kaneohe, uh Marine Corps Base also has like a festival where they have a bunch of concerts outside for Memorial Day. And uh, in in Houston, I don't think there's any kind of real celebration for it. I think people just enjoy the day off because it's not a big military town, whereas mm-hmm. Hawaii is, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, Oahu. Oahu specifically. Um, the other islands, yeah. not so much. Um, so recently I was up back in Washington and I had recorded my – living situation there for the past week while we were on uh doing you know military stuff and mm-hmm. like I was trying to describe to you how that living was and it kind of just rolled me back to like when I was in individual training which is like kind of your job specific training where you would stay in like barrack style uh-huh. so I recorded it what were your thoughts on it by the way Washington is beautiful right now compared to Texas while I was gone, the heat index ended up being over 100, where I was like in the low 40s and high of 60s. So with sunshine, it was beautiful. And I think I was standing outside and somebody had walked by and they're like, this is why I live here. And I go, yeah, but when it gets hot, I bet it's really hot here because you guys don't have AC because those barracks do not have AC. Mm. They have a heater, but not really air conditioner. So, and there's no way to temperature control yeah. the place. So you're just kind of at the mercy of the elements. Okay. Um, my first thought was it looked like camping. Like camping? Yeah. I think that was my side that looked like camping. Yeah. It looked like, um, it kind of reminded me, there are, um, I think, barracks 
um, type facilities that people used to be able to rent, which was on the big island uh, up in the yeah. mountain. Um, I don't know which one it was, Mauna Kea or Mauna Loa. I think it was Mauna Kea side. But um, it was a big barracks kind of a thing at the room. And I, I thought that the bunk beds were, uh, I was like, oh. It's weird to think of adults sleeping in bunk beds. <laughs> they look like Ikea right. bunk beds. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're extra long wood. twin beds. So they're actually, you know, they accommodate length. It looks but like the dorms. The, like um, when we were up at... were terrible. When we were up at UC Santa Barbara, um, that's what the dorms look like. The, the same kind of bunk beds. Yeah. The classic, like, I think they're like oak they're supposed to look like oak yeah and then the multi-shower situation also the prison showers just like me at college though i mean when i had to when i took my um, child up for orientation um it was like that you had a key card that got you into one of the bathrooms and it was just multi-shower although they were um individual not like you know open all open you just share don't drop the soap (laughs) no it's not that bad um but then i you know and then the the toilet facilities at least there was privacy stalls for the toilets even though true it's multiple, it's just like any public bathroom but yeah it really not for the men though since they're like unisex barracks um basically anybody like group can stay there mm-hmm. like the men's urinals were not private they never are it's so weird men they just they just have personal space and, and they have like a, a code where you just don't look. You just you focus on you and then you're done. <laughs> as far as I know. Um, this video might be similar to the last one. Um, so I had an adventure where I went shopping at Palama Market, which um, the one that I went to was located in Kalihi. So mm-hmm. I did a recording of the drive back from there. Uh, to the H3 and then so I went through Kalihi and then on to H1 and then to H3 to see the beautiful drive and the view of the ocean coming down yeah the mountain how was it it was beautiful was the nice oh it was very oh, nice I bet. that's like my favorite that's my favorite view and drive the H3 freeway coming down yeah. the mountain coming down Going, yeah. going down to the windward side, um, coming into Kaneohe, Kailua. It's absolutely gorgeous to be at that height coming coming down and seeing mm-hmm. all of Kaneohe Bay. So I don't know exactly how the footage came out, but I'm going to use that video for this drive. The last drive, though, which we did a talking tour. This one won't be a talking tour. <laughs> um, right. It'll just be us having our little podcast. Um, but if you see it, it'll be on YouTube. It'll also be on the Spotify video version um, where you can I check it out. I suggest you guys watch it, watch the video version and um, not just listen to the audio version because you'd be missing out on a very beautiful once in a lifetime view. If you were going to go to Hawaii and you were on Oahu, like I would say you have to drive this section of the H3. The H3 freeway. And if it's raining, for sure, you want to drive... Um, on the H3 freeway to see all the waterfalls that go off between the ridges on the, right. on the Ko'olau mountain range. So pretty. I really like it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of exciting. And maybe for the next podcast, I'll, you know, like I'll watch the video and give some comments. Cause 
I know that once you come out of the tunnel, so if the tunnel is ever, if there's ever an accident, mm-hmm. if there's ever an issue, you are stuck. I think I had read recently, because I get updates on my Facebook from KHON, mm-hmm. that somebody had spilled something in the tunnel, and I think it was an oil spill. Oh. And people were stuck on the H3 for like six hours. It happens. It's a two-lane road, and there's no getting on or off of it once you're on there. Right. You're committed. Yeah. So, you know how people in, like, wintertime prepare their cars mm-hmm. for any possible, like, delay? I think in Hawaii, those people should do that, too, because a lot of people don't have extra water or they don't have snacky snacks. Yeah. I mean, there's nowhere to go to the bathroom, so you're kind of screwed. You have to go on the side of the road. Yeah, there's nothing. I don't know. Anyway, so I hope this is going to be a really fun video. Um, I hope that everybody really liked the Makapu video. That was a gorgeous day driving around Makapu yeah, side. Seeing all the people in the in the video and then seeing like the cars and like seeing the gas prices and all that other stuff. But yeah. also, you know, that drive, like you went into Kailua pretty like we got to Kalapawai, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. So one day I will eventually drive like the neighborhoods. Um, so you guys can see that. Um and then hopefully I'll get over to the neighbor islands and I'll drive on the neighbor islands too. That would be cool. When are you planning your next trip? When do you have a trip planned? Okay, so when my aunt shows up, I suspect we'll go to the Big Island. So yeah, um, she she figures herself out, and I literally just texted her yesterday and said, "Hey, <laughs> when are you planning to come?" And she thinks mid. She said mid to October, and I was like, "What does that mean?" She goes September. <laughs> like, all right, what? what, whatever. <laughs> just tell me when you know. Just whatever. <laughs> just- well, it's nice to know. I mean. It's weird that she can't decide when she wants to go to Hawaii. Like, come on. She can't decide. It's too difficult a decision. Right. She doesn't want to be here in the summer because she knows it's going to be super busy and hot. So she's looking for when it's going to be fall and, you know, it's going to start cooling off. Right. Yeah, no, I get it. You know, I always feel bad for, like, people who visit Hawaii and the weather is just terrible one week and then beautiful the next. Yes. Or you get like one day of sunshine and then when you plan to go to the beach, it's all rain. So Hawaii probably has the most fickle weather I've ever experienced mm-hmm. um, in the different places that I've lived. So I always think that's really funny because I think a friend of mine went to Hawaii not too long ago and she was like, it rained all week. And I was like, that's too bad. <laughs> the Hawaii state was just trying to reset or whatever. Yeah, we're, we're, we were having a drought in some areas. So a lot of people in Hawaii were praying for rain. So we actually really needed the rain. But, you know. So she was actually going up against the Hawaiian people. So I'm oh, yeah, going to yeah. lose on that one. But funny, you can drive to another part of the island and it will be sunny. That's true. You can outdrive Mostly the rain. West side. Yeah, it's most likely will be sunny on the west side. My father always says Waikiki never rains. It's always sunshine and rainbows. He always says they have a deal with that- God. <laughs> so that it always is perfect weather. They have a deal with God. I've never heard that before. That's funny. He's been saying that my whole life. He's like, it's always sunny in Waikiki. Um, I have not spent enough time in Waikiki to ever see rain (laughs) very often. Um, I think once. But it was so quick. Hawaii showers are just very quick. I'll run from the downstairs to my upstairs windows and shut them. And the moment that I close them, you know, I'll be watching the rain. And as soon as I turn around mm-hmm. and walk away, the rain stopped. <laughs> and, 
And the sun shines again. The sun shines again. It's just these passing clouds and it moves so fast over the islands. I mean, a lot of people always ask me, like, when's the optimal time to go to Hawaii? Whenever it's um, a good time for you to escape, the no matter what the worst weather is here, maybe it's not as bad as where it could be on other parts of the planet. Um, but saying that, we do also get tsunamis and hurricane warnings. So <laughs> anything can happen anywhere you are. So hopefully... <laughs> Let's not think about that. Let's think positive things. When people think of Hawaii, they think of sunshine and rainbows and blue skies and um, warm weather. And yeah. um, I'll, I forgot to add um, when you're coming, and I need to tell this to my aunt. I'm like, because I know she wants to go in the ocean. There's a box jellyfish um, week that happens after every full moon. So when the no, full moon right. happens, a uh, Anywhere between three days and seven days, the box jellyfish will show up and they linger for another three or four days. So you can't, it's going to make swimming in the ocean really horrible. Box jellyfish have the worst sting. And um, I'm really mm-hmm. grateful that I've, I've not had that. We do have Portuguese man of war, which um, also float around and will sting you. They don't really have a season, but they are tidal. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're kind of similar to the box jellyfish. I just um, am really bad about planning that kind of thing. It's like, oh, it's hot. I'm hot. I want to go to the beach. <laughs> I'm going to the beach. Yeah. They leave. Uh, so like Portuguese man of war, I was trying to explain this to people this weekend, was actually that they leave markings on you permanently, like almost like a scar. Sometimes. And it's a weird like lightning pattern. Yeah. If they sting you hard enough, like I guess if they stay on long enough, they yeah. actually leave like markings. Cause I remember a lot of paddlers when we were there, mm-hmm. they would always show me their like battle scars from Portuguese man of wars, like sneaking up in their shirts and pants well, and whatever. They have this tiny little blue bubble that you'll see on the water, but their little tentacle could be, you know, several feet in length and it yeah. will wrap around you in the water and it doesn't seem like it should wrap around you but i think it's them wrapping them tentacle around you yeah and um they're trying to get a hold of you yeah because you might be something (laughs) something that you can they can eat right take down this big fish um they're like yummy 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 yeah (laughs) but white meat dark meat uh yeah and so you immediately have to get out of the water you have to detangle yourself and um you have to just kind of rinse off the toxin as best you can. You can rinse off in the yeah. salt water. It doesn't matter. It'll stop stinging when it stops stinging. There are ointments and creams that they make, but they're all crap, really. <laughs> it's just going to stop stinging when it stops stinging. Yeah. I mean, you can pee on it, but I don't really pee feel like Pee does that not works really work. Well. It's, it's a total <laughs> myth. That's just people wanting to pee on you for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> That's it, weird. It doesn't. It's a weird fetish. It doesn't work, but maybe it's the shock value that makes it you know, adrenaline kicks in and you're just like, okay, like, oh I don't God, feel it anymore. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's a placebo no, effect. Whatever you need to do, you do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there are these half flowers that grow on the beach. And um, there's a, it's called naupaka. And I don't know if you've ever heard the story. There's this Hawaiian um, beautiful love story. where It was kind of like a Romeo and Juliet um, a guy and a girl, they were in love, but 
goddess Pele was jealous. And <laughs> so she, she's always jealous. She turned the uh, the girl into the this half flower and she only grows on the beach and she took the guy up to the mountain and he also became this half flower that grows on the mountain. And so the story is if you pick one from the one of these flowers from the beach and you get one from the mountain and you bring them together to make a whole flower, you are destined to find your true love. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a new story I've never heard before. <laughs> so um, the half flower has um, when it's in a bulb. Um, yeah. If you pick it as the bulb and you squish it, there is a, a like a gel that comes out of it. It's very similar to aloe. Uh-huh. And you can put that on your sting if you are so lucky to find it in you'll bloom have to, on the beach. You'll have to like post a picture of that because I have no idea what these flowers look like. <laughs> so that would be a great Instagram okay. Okay. post or at least something. Because I'm like, what do these even look like? I don't even know what that looks like. So, Yeah, they're actually a full flower, but they look like a half flower, but it's called Nampaka. So I have something to share. Let's okay. just start with some fun stuff. Do you know what this is? I don't know. It's it's probably some kind of white crack, though. <laughs> it is. Um, can you see? Wait. Yeah. They look like little brown chips. And there's like some star chips. They're crackers. Square, rectangle, star. Yeah. Different yep. um, pattern. Crunchy. So crunchy. So mm. crunchy. So in Hawaii, these are called... Um, day they're called furikaki it's called kakimochi it's all the same thing there are these little rice crackers um they're made from rice they have their they've got this shoyu coating soy sauce coating yep they're a little bit sticky um because of the coating and they are delicious this one was um happily at costco for 10 bucks for this really big bag <laughs> and wow it is my favorite thing to have with popcorn. And Yum. it's actually a very... I never knew that combination. It's a very favorite in Hawaii. So if you go to the um, theater, they will sell a small bag of this rice cracker to go with your popcorn. It's absolutely delicious with your rice cracker, with your That's popcorn. That's kind of cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah. How come I've never seen that when I was in Hawaii? They're, they never... they're there, but you have to know. Okay, so that's like... Oh, you have to know. You have to know. Another insider tip, y'all. Okay, and then this other thing I just found at Costco. Birthday cake yogurt flavored pretzels with sprinkles. That sounds so bad for you. They are yogurt covered pretzels, but then they also have confetti sprinkles. Wow. And I have to tell you, they taste like happiness. Oh, Happiness. I've never seen them. I I try to stay away from the sweets. Mm-hmm. You're not helping right now because I <laughs> want to try them, but I can't try them through. They were the Costco. Mm. They're a new thing. They're pretty good. They're very addicting. I do not recommend them. She <laughs> doesn't you, recommend them. If but you know you them. can't eat just one. One is pretty good for me. And then I'll walk away. But I bought this to... <laughs> Specifically for this recording. And I told my family. I'm sure there's other people in your household who can't walk away from it. I told my family, hey, don't eat that. 
it's for my recording for my ties at sunset and yeah. the next thing i know the bag's open and then it's just being handed around so now this bag is barely half full <laughs> my family That's so bad my family loves it um but it is it is sweet but it is a salty sweet so it's like a yeah. really nice final bite you know you have something savory for like lunch and you just take one and that's enough you can you can never eat just one Mm. we know this it's too sweet for me now i don't i don't care for that too much sweet but i do crave salty sweet yeah no that's understandable like i don't know today i had a really great uh pickle so you have the spicy garlic kind of regular light pickles, and mm-hmm. then you put a packet of ranch um, mix. Uh-huh. It's like a Hidden Valley ranch mix into that pickle jar, and then you let it sit for a few days. Holy cow, these pickles taste so good. They're spicy, they're garlic, and they have ranch flavor. It must look disgusting. No, it looks like, it just looks like regular... No, you don't put like ranch dressing in it. It's the ranch mix that you can, yeah, no, like a dip or a seasoning. I have, I have it's just a seasoning. I have the big container of ranch. Yep, seasoning. Valley ranch seasoning. Yeah, to make ranch salad dressing or to make a dip. It's very handy. Dump some in your pickle jar. Just dump some in your pickle jar. All right, I'm so gonna good. go try this. This sounds crazy weird, but I'll go it try. Sounds, it sounds it's so good with I the pickle was juice. Introduced to- with the pickle juice. With the pickle juice. Now, My partner told me to do it, and I how, think it's amazing. How generous are you adding the seasoning? Dump the whole packet in. Okay, to like so how large quarter, of a jar? Quarter of your seasoning. So like the jar was like maybe, I don't know, a 12-ounce jar? Okay. Small. Like not, not big. Okay. If you got the big one, I would dump like the like two or three packets in. Call okay. It a day. Okay. Delicious. I think that's about a tablespoon per packet. Two, maybe two no, tablespoons. No, the packet's got way more than that. Way more than two tablespoons. Okay. Depends on what size. It's like a See, healthy packet. You know. They sell the packets in different sizes too. More is better. More, more mo is, better. is better. Mo better. Mo better. All right. I'm going to call you when I do it. You just tell me how much okay, to put. Okay, cool. I think we should just like also <laughs> record your reaction to this <laughs> awesome recipe. Um, I was going to mention, remember, so when I was in Hawaii, a lot of people would make these pretzel, their pretzel twists. They would buy it from Costco and they would put a bunch of seasonings in. So they put the ranch seasoning, garlic powder, butter, um, onion powder, and all kinds of stuff. And they would make these pretzels. Well, I just had some from a bag that has like a Howley woman on it. Uh-huh. And I was like, this originated in Hawaii. And somehow she was able to capitalize on this recipe. <laughs> so for all you Hawaiians out there who are listening in, Someone stole your pretzel <laughs> seasoning mix and commercialized it, and now it's like the most popular thing on the mainland. Oh, I haven't, I haven't um, seen that package, but yeah, locally, maybe I should go get it. Locally, we, let me go get it. Okay, go get it. So that way you can see it. Hold on. Oh. So here's the pickle jar. Okay, it's still pretty liquidy. So I see all the seasoning so just settled is, to the bottom. Correct. But okay. you'll shake. You'll shake it. Uh huh. Um, this is a 24 ounce jar. Okay. And we put a whole packet of Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning in it. Okay. So I think it would be good with like, if you had a, tw- a 24 ounce jar, I would put like a quarter of your big thing in it. Okay. 
Because you can always take that juice. Which would probably be season. like a quarter of a cup. Right. And then you can always take that juice and like put it in your next jar. Like pour out some of the juice and then mm-hmm. put the seasoning into the next jar. This is not bad. So Dot. Uh-huh. Dot's homestyle pretzel. Uh-huh. Correct. So she said, so Dot's homestyle pretzels are a specially, special family snack created many years ago by Dot herself in her home kitchen. Um, they said that they made this in North Dakota, but I'm not sure because it's very similar to a snack that I've had in Hawaii. Yeah. Wait, but we just take, you know, we also like is like, um, the Simon, you know, yeah. the, the one that's like a block shape and people, mm-hmm. we crack that up. We break it up, hit it with your slipper. You step on it, whatever you do to break it into little bits. And then we take one of those, um. Uh, it's, I think it's the French onion packet. Yep. And we sprinkle yep. that in. You can sprinkle in um, something spicy like chili pepper seasoning or paprika or something like that. And then you can also add, um, I mean, we go crazy. We add like a whole lot of seasoning. You can also do the ranch. And then you just mix it up all in the bag. You can even open up the packet that it comes with for the seasonings and mix that in too. And we just eat it out of that little Simon bag. You open it up like chips. Yeah. No. So can you tell us the difference between Simon and ramen? Uh, Simon. Okay. So ramen is ramen noodles. Everybody gets that everywhere. Um, in mm-hmm. Hawaii though, ramen became Simon. It is a Hawaii thing. Um, it is invented here. The noodles are slightly different. It was just Hawaii invented Simon and they made it their own. And it wasn't the same as uh, ramen. It's just like um, char siu bao that you would order at all the Chinese restaurants everywhere. Chinatown. Yeah. Um, in Hawaii, we have manapua, which is basically a char siu bao that is like four of them together with a very <laughs> big bun. And they're, they're large as your hand, as you can flex out your hand. They're very big. But they were meant to be like a meal. So... The people who worked in like the cane fields or the pineapple plantations, any of that, they would just take one out and that would feed them for their lunch. Let me just go back and say that when I went to Palama Market, I did a lot of little tiny videos. So I put them all together. They will be on our social media. So you can see what it looked like at Palama Market at the Korean store. It is so fun to go in there. We went there specifically because... My mom wanted something called dark soy sauce. And when you go to like, we went, first we went to Madukai, which is a Japanese store, basically imports from Japan. And the soy sauce is not labeled light and dark specifically. You just have to know the Mm. brand and everything is in Japanese. It was the same thing when we went to the Korean store, but because you can see the liquid moving through it, we were able to tell. And she was looking for this very viscous version of what she called dark soy sauce. And actually it did yep. translate. Um, they had a label like where, you know, where it says the price and it did say dark yeah. soy sauce. So she's like, this is the one. And I'm like, if you're yeah, sure. My mom uses dark. My mom uses dark soy sauce for um, the noodle dish, the chow fun. So it's very specific. She's like, you can't use regular soy sauce. You have to find the more darker, thicker soy sauce. And literally when I pour it out, I'm like, I can't tell the difference, but I just know it's dark. I thought she was looking for something like oyster sauce, which is right, very right, dark, right. very thick. It comes out like, you know, when you're trying to shake out a ketchup bottle. 
Um, did you also see, speaking of ketchup, I did make a tiny little post, a little video short on the banana ketchup. Yep. So that's, I saw that. You can see it looks exactly like regular ketchup. The color ketchup. is exact. It's a little bit brighter, though. It was a little bit brighter. And um, when you when I jiggled it, it's, you know, ketchup will just run. You know, it's very it. This one's clumpy because of the banana base. Versus mm. a tomato base. That's so weird to me. I need to find this stuff and try it <laughs> myself. Like, I feel like there should be like a reverse trying period where, <laughs> where I record like how it tastes or like what it tastes you like. Should, you should. You like, should. I'll go find banana ketchup next time at a Chinese grocery store. Yeah, it's we'll called see. banana sauce, but everybody knows it as banana ketchup. Banana ketchup. Let's do it. <laughs> if we become really famous and everything, we will send people free banana ketchup. Mm. Yeah, really famous. Help us get there. <laughs> like and share and subscribe. <laughs> Do all the things. Yeah. Become a patron. So funny. Get people to donate. We need all the help we can get. Buy us a coffee. We're everywhere. So funny. Um, all right. I did something interesting. So the past few weeks, um, I have been really working on doing more of my spiritual work. So I've been channeling and I've been getting really kind of good at it and I really like it and I actually transcribed um, a channeling which is called automatic writing. Oh wow. Tell us more. So automatic writing is literally when you're channeling energy a conversation with someone and most often I talk to God, I talk to Jesus, I talk to angels, talk to my higher um, what do you call my um, spirit guides my higher self. And so I asked a question. Um, if God had a message for our Mai Tais at Sunset listeners. Okay. Tell me more. And I, I would love to read it if you'll okay. allow me to. But just so you know, they are so excited when you talk to, um, you know, God, Jesus, all of them, they're so excited just to talk to you that, you know, us here being physical in this world and we're cut off from them, so to speak, they get so excited that they share, they overshare. Oh, they overshare. So it's, it's, it was like one little question and I thought it was going to be like a paragraph, but um, I'm so sorry. It's a little bit long winded. Let's hear it. Um, so here is what I asked God. I said, God, do you have any message to our Mai Tais at Sunset listeners? And uh, God said, to stay positive no matter what is going on in your life or the world. Positive outlook is even in the most trying situation will help you to literally ascend in so many wonderful ways. Positivity shines through any situation, especially when the world around you may seem chaotic and not as great as you would like. Reach down into your inner being. It is always shining bright for you and will always be there to guide you if you allow it. Your inner being knows everything that you desire in this life. It knows how to get you to everything your heart desires. You have the free will to create your life and circumstances that you want. You can choose to be surrounded by supportive people or those people that might push you to be better. You can always decide, and as I've always said, ask and it shall be given. Trust and 
watch for the opportunities that will lead you to your dreams. One tip, be general, because when you get too specific, it might not be the best thing for you. Instead, ask for the things you want in a more general description. Example, wishing for a specific house. It may not come quickly as just being open to a good house in a good area with nice neighbors versus you getting the house you really wanted and find out it's got major issues that prevent you from just moving in and enjoying it. Your inner being knows what you really want and if you just trust and allow, it will guide you to an even better house that you will that will be everything you wanted and so much more. And then I wrote for myself Okay, I get the hint because I personally have been wishing for a specific house. <laughs> so I know that was like an actual example just for me. Um, keep your wishes close to your heart and don't waste your energy on telling everyone because people sadly don't always want you to be happy unless they are happy. It's crazy. But if you succeed, maybe they will ask you, how you got your wishes. And then that is how you will share happiness with the world and make it a little bit better. Hmm. <laughs> so God wrote us a book. God wrote us a story. <laughs> I don't know if, the, I don't know if that's going to resonate with everybody, but um, just to stay positive, no matter what's happening in the world, I think is beautiful yeah, because there's a lot of... if you're positive, even though there's like a whole lot of awful, whatever happening around you, it will make other people ask you, how can you be so positive? And you just have to literally say, I trust God. I trust, trust God. God. <laughs> because I have, you know, many of us are fortunate to have a roof over our, our heads. We have food in the refrigerator. We have people that love us. And that's worth being happy and positive for no matter what else is happening in the world. That's why, world. that's why when we were talking earlier about like just being positive for other people's success, like I never really understood that because sometimes I'm deep down, I like have this visceral response. Like when I was younger, like why did that person get promoted? I didn't get promoted. Mm -hmm. Right now I'm just like, okay, they can get promoted. And then like a lot of people like do get promoted. And then a few months later they quit. You know, it's not always positive to, to get because that. It wasn't exactly, they wanted it so bad. And then they got it. But then it turns out that that promotion wasn't everything that was in alignment with who they were. I know that I have asked for things and gotten them. I've asked for job opportunities and I got them and they yeah. were terrible. And I was out of there and I'm like, you know, I could hear it. Like, are you sure you really want this? Yeah. Because we'll give it yeah. to you. Like, we'll give it to you and you're not going <laughs> to like it. I'm like, yeah. You're not going to like mean. it. So don't be specific. Just be general. <laughs> And what was so funny is, um, so I'm always looking for a new house. I'm, I worked in real estate yep. and I've always am looking for a new house. And right now my life is very um, crowded. <laughs> and so I'm always looking for this next property that, you know, my children are older and we all need our own space, but I still want us to be close. And it's so weird that the next day after seeing receiving this message I just happened to turn on the Zillow app and open it up and the perfect property came up the perfect property it was a piece of land and it had 
like three separate tiny homes on it. And I was just like, well, that would actually be great because then my children who are yeah. grown will have their own space and we'll be able to grow together and expand. And the, the lot was a nice size. And so <laughs> I just had to let go yeah. of the one that I was thinking was so perfect. And it was just taking so long for the opportunity to even have it. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe, maybe I should stop looking at the location and the place and the house itself, but look more at the, yeah, what it is that I really need. And so we have whole teams of spirit guides and angels and they're all working on our behalf. All you have to do is wish it and they will bring it they to really you do. on a silver platter. They'll open opportunities to guide you there. just as an example just as an example sometimes i feel like i think at one point i was like for quite a few quite a lot right because i was down and i mean i still wish for things Mm -hmm. but like you said count it as a win when you get the little things accomplished and yeah there's a fun way to practice just to practice manifesting and asking for the universe to bring it to you. And you can play games to just kind of increase your own power to know that, hey, it's working. I have this funny thing. And I mentioned it before in another podcast where I love pugs. I used to have one. They make me so happy. And I said, God, I, I would really like it. You did have- I could see a random pug every day. And... It didn't matter. I did ask for that. And uh, I want to say for every single day for a while, for months, I saw a random pug. I'd be out driving. There'd be a pug taking a walk with its person. It's human. And or I would see one on TV. I'd just be flipping through the channels and there'd be one on a commercial. Um, There was a movie that came out with (laughs) Startup Pug. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, there's a cartoon. It was just random. And then I... I was like, okay, thanks so much. And then randomly, yeah. uh, the thought just popped in my head again. And I'm like, I really like seeing random pugs. And I was shopping at Costco. And I remember going down this <laughs> aisle. And That's hilarious. there is a product called Swiffer, which are floor mop things. And they had all these boxes of the Swiffer product stacked. And on one side of the box was a pug. And so it was like an entire, yeah. they didn't put the, I always thought it was funny because they didn't put the Swiffer name forward. They put the pug picture, which was just on the side of the box. And so it was this giant, like a pallet size cube. And then it was stacked up, you know, a good three, four feet of just this pug picture. And I just had to laugh because I'm like, the universe is playing with me. They're reminding me that I really do have the power to wish for anything I want. The little things sometimes add up to the big thing. Mm-hmm. And it made me smile. It made my day. I mean, it just kind of reminds you, hey, we're here. We're listening. Thanks for joining us for another episode of My Ties at Sunset. I hope you guys enjoy the video that Mai has graciously recorded for us of the beautiful H3 down drive towards Kailua mm-hmm. and Lanikai. And then also some of the video of just kind of like normal barracks living in a <laughs> Look for that. And It'll be on social media. Look for that. 
look for that video and then she's going to also hopefully post like the pictures of the flowers and um more check out the banana ketchup the banana sure. ketchup video is Again, already up. My promise to everyone is we will send you banana ketchup if we become famous. Help us become so, famous. <laughs> yeah. Check us out at MyTiesAtSunset.com, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcast. And until we meet again, ahui ho.